When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators. I am P. Pesquera, and I am here uh, with NARC Troopers, which is a group that works with people recovering from narcissistic abuse. Visit my website, narctroopers.com, and you'll find a lot of podcasts, articles to read, hundreds and hundreds. It's a whole library of resources, and I think you'll find something there that will help you. Um, I've been a little bit off the grid here and there over the since Christmas. I had COVID, and then I had um, surgery for something that needed to be repaired, and I'm kind of laid up here for a little bit, feeling just a little bit um, not quite 100%, so forgive me for the um, <clears throat> slow release of new content. I'm going to get back with it here um, any day now. So today let's talk about adjusting to reality after living in the narcissist fantasy bubble. You know, that's really something that we have to think about. Uh, it is a folly adieu which is a mutual psychosis. It's like, um, sort of like being stuck at Disneyland forever and being on heroin with chocolate and sprinkles, <laughs> right? It's kind of what it's like. It's not real, but <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. Pretty cool sometimes, I guess, right? The irreverent and wise Sophia Bell, if you know her, she writes for Quora. Uh, that's Q-U-O-R-A, if you're not familiar with it. Um, Sophia writes, um, she recently said, she said the whole it was all fake thing isn't true because it was very, very real. The narcissist really, really believed that they loved you. And then they really, really knew that they didn't. And it was very real manifestation of their disorder and their disorder is extremely real. It was all very real to you and to the narcissist. None of it was fake. All of it was disordered. So I love that quote by her because it really, um, takes something and, and sheds a little light on this. It's not like it was all fake. The narcissist, if they are not also a psychopath, which is a thing, but if they're not, they're not plotting and gaslighting and deceiving and calculating, you know, they are believing their own magical uh, spin on things. They do. They believe it a hundred percent. So, um, you know, they're delusional and you get delusional after being with them for a while. So you got like two totally delusional people kind of like I feel after I take all my pain meds after this surgery. Wow. I'm really, um, uh, not feeling a whole lot of pain right now. So, 
All right, so talk about cognitive dissonance. Let's get back to this. And gaslighting yourself. You know, don't get me started on how the shared fantasy with delusions and magical thinking um, can be, you know, like how can we fall so hard and so fast and so deep into the rabbit hole of narcissistic madness? Okay, so these are some very sick puppies. Um, I think we all agree on that. It is not just um, small potatoes. This is like the whole loaded potato with the sour cream and the cheese and the butter and the bacon bits and the chives and like everything in the kitchen sink. That, that, they're that kind of potatoes. <laughs> so after they are gone, that sickness has infected you and uh, you carry it. So, um, so let's just jump in and let's start by examining the alternative, alternate universe and why it was so appealing to those of us who could not resist it. Before the narcissist, we possessed strengths, virtues, qualities, and identities that reflected our empathetic selves, albeit not likely also suffering from some kind of wounding or uh, an identity created by lack, a lack of validation, a lack of love, a lack of acceptance, lack of attention, lack of guidance, lack, it was just an atmosphere, a landscape of lack is where most of us who got involved with narcissists came from. Not all, but the majority, yep. And so for me, the seduction consisted of an energetic pull and vibrational resonance, some kind of creepy eye contact and innocent naivete, uh, a kind of immediate uh, violation of boundaries sociopathic coloring outside the lines and a pushing of against laws and traditions and the way things are supposed to be uh, silent stalking entrainment through words music touch and a persistent and uh, a persistent kind of um, brainwashing coupled with feelings of loneliness and and disconnect you know it was an irresistible package you know, um, push, pull, yes, no, um, <clears throat> go and stop. So the narcissist and their victim typically both come from the same, um, similar experience in their childhood. And that has programmed both of them to respond the way they do to the external world. So for me, he was a wild, wild child, you know, the, the wise sage, the supernatural wizard of magic, um, topped off with, you know, all dimples and dangerous ego and all that. How could someone seem so tentative and fragile and shy and possess such power and audacity, um, brazenness? You know, it was just like, unlike anything I had ever seen before. The shared fantasy seems perfect. It seems perfect and you're constantly showered with affection and attention as part of the narcissist cycle of abuse. After the infatuation and idealization stage, then you are devalued and then eventually discarded. This whole process can take a few weeks, a few months, or even a few decades. When the bubble finally bursts, you're suddenly thrust out of the mutual delusion and back to reality which 
can be a painful awakening when you hit the ground. Inside the fiction that was your relationship, you were subjected to gaslighting, emotional abuse, ambient abuse, constant invalidation of your own experience and emotions. Your needs and desires were dismissed or twisted to align with the narcissist agenda. They thrived on your learned helplessness and vulnerability. And then when you show it, they would say, ah, you need to be more independent and think for yourself and criticize the very thing that they have conditioned you to do, which is just this whole mind, if you know what, um, because it's crazy. It's like con contradictory messages. You're both getting signals, green and red, going at the same time. It's, it's um, you don't even know where to look or where to, what to do. Um, they, they thrive on, on that and on your vulnerability, using it as their fuel and supply to inflate their ego dystonic hollow core. So um, learning to navigate the real world after living in this alternative reality is not easy. It can be challenging to reestablish your sense of self after being a victim of identity theft and to just um, to adjust to a new normal that is not delusional and sugar-coated. During your time in Never Never Land, you internalized their distorted reality and you questioned your own sanity as they used cult-like conditioning and entrainment to co-opt your brain and become sort of what is called a hive mind. This voice that is implanted in your head remains there long after they're gone and is probably one of the hardest things um, of going no contact with the silence that follows. You know, they're still there. They're still there. How does that make sense? So what does life look like after you rejoin the living? You know, actually, it is, it is drained of all color and joy. It feels dead and empty um, to the freshly discarded person, although it is more alive and real than anything that you have experienced uh, with the disordered partner. It is a new world filled with people you cannot trust since your ability to be vulnerable or trust people or be intimate or healthier, all of that is out of reach. Even the people who genuinely try to help you are met with suspicion and cynicism because you just, after what you've, where you've been, <laughs> what is real? You don't know. There may be a period of self-trashing that is a feeble attempt to celebrate your new freedom and connect with another human being but for a significant amount of time, you're going to be unable to really enjoy any bonding, either physical or emotional with another person, because you're just not in that place. It's not happening. Loneliness and hopelessness wrap their tendrils, their arms around you and hold on tightly after narcissistic abuse. Even when you are with other people, you feel like the only person in the room and you experience it as being underwater. It is common to develop anxiety, panic attacks, PTSD, CPTSD, insomnia, eating disorders, adrenal malfunction, neurochemical dysregulation, 
peptide addiction and withdrawal, suicidal ideation, rage, wrath, hypervigilance, OCD, uh, dissociative episodes, substance abuse, and a profound sense of loss. And these are only a few. There's more. There's more. Um, <clears throat> everybody has their own unique journey towards healing. For some, it could take six months. For others, it could take six years. Some never recover. Prolonged grief syndrome uh, consumes them and they cannot break free. And that's a real diagnosable uh, thing, condition that's listed in the um, DSM. So science says it takes seven years. Every seven years, the cells in your body sort of turn over and they're replaced by new ones. So they may fade slowly. You may not think about them for a whole day. Memories that typically would trigger you don't. And um, their smell will fade. The way they tasted fades. The feeling of their hand in yours fades. You won't, you won't feel their absence in the space um, that is beside you as you lie down to sleep in your empty bed. You will stop the temptation to put their favorite foods in your grocery cart as a second nature, like reflexive activity that just comes naturally by habit. You know, you'll stop craving your routines and rituals that you had together with them. You'll even give away the artifacts that you thought you would never be able to let go of because they were sacred relics. You'll just let them go and, um, and you'll no longer search for their faces in a crowd. Eventually, you're going to be able um, to move on and you'll be unable to recall their unique voice as they said your name. It is a slow process. And I think there will always be some parts of them that may remain. The first slow dance when the whole room disappeared as you melted into them. The comfortable silence and moments of synchronicity. Their hand that always reached for yours in the dark. Parts of them are engraved into the fabric of your being. But over time, much of it will disappear in the rearview mirror as you leave them behind in a past that was never meant to be. They were always a ghost. They were never a real person, never the real person you thought they were. So let's try to enjoy all the things in our lives right now, um, you know, and accept that they were just an illusion an elaborate production, a cruel hoax. So we must go on and, and just gaze wistfully into the distance and briefly remember the, the life that we lived in the shared fantasy that was both the best and the worst of times. I guess Charles Dickens, Dickens knew something about narcissists. Then we have to rise up and feel both of our feet fully grounded in reality. It is harsh and bright and often ugly, but it's real. And so are we. So come on, troopers. We're narc troopers, narcissistic abuse recovery troopers. You're not as frail and broken as you feel you are. Find something meaningful to champion and try to rebuild the relationships that were lost 
because of the narcissist. There was so much more than what happened in that relationship with the disordered person. You've got to get to know that amazing human being and gather all the broken pieces and create something new for yourself. You know, you have to own your part in all of it. You were part of it. You were in there with them and you have to try to figure out why you stayed so long. There is truth and hope to lift you. And those things can get you across the finish line. So let's get up and keep going. Sorry about the short episode here again. I'm taking pain meds for my um, post-surgery pain. Um, today is Monday and I had major surgery on Friday. Um, and that's how much I missed you guys. I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to put out a few words to my, to my people because they need to, to hear that I have not forgotten about them. I will never forget about you troopers. We are in the same tribe of the same blood of the same experience in the same reality. And, um, we need to stick together, come together and raise our voices, not be embarrassed or ashamed or feel awkward about telling the world what happened. This is not a regular relationship. This was not a regular breakup. This is whole separate phenomena, a different kind of mental illness, a different kind of dynamic that affects people in some very profound and different ways. Let's get that message out there, help the world to understand, not just so that they can have more compassion for the people who are suffering through this, but also so they can identify who these dangerous people are and what to do to protect themselves. Because let me tell you, they are destroyers. They ruin lives. They leave devastation in their wake wherever they go. Let's try not to ever claim the identity of a victim. Let's rise up and say, hey, you know, we participated in it. We were sort of volunteers in a sense, but it's over. We're out of it and we've got to stay out of it. We never want to do that again. And no matter how yummy and fluffy and sparkly the shared fantasy looks, don't jump down that rabbit hole because you're going to end up being hollowed out, gutted, left by the side of the road and game over. It's going to take you a long, long, long time to come back to the real world where you should be. The universe has a way of removing the flotsam and jetsam and dangerous um, bad things in your life that are, that are killing you. So accept that and trust that higher power um, and just keep going. And, and we're going to experience life on a whole new level, better than anything you can imagine. Okay. Bye.